Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello! Hello! It's episode 11! Hi, Hog! Hi, Hog! Hey, Hog! How are you? How are you? How has your week been? How was it? Like, think to yourself for a moment. That's a good point. What have you accomplished? What don't make them done? think that it's December no, no, no you don't have to achieve anything in no. december no those if are the you're rules not achieving you're aggressing my loves wow have you achieved this podcast have you been the change you want to see this that's week that's such an aggressive way to open a podcast Does your impact on the world leave it a better place fuck you helen bauer every day fuck you <laughs> through the fog step forth the trusty hogs your problem they'll have guests and andrew white on the tech oh it's helen and catherine as the trusty hogs trust the trusty hogs or maybe not no you have zero (laughs) obligation to achieve anything in december literally all you have to do is keep yourself warm eat whatever the hell you want and get to the end of the year that's all anyone expects of you what is Oh my you. god, you're so much more relaxed than me. I feel like if you're not striving to be a better person every day, Helen, you failed. Beforehand, you have failed. Before this, I was like, I'm feeling a bit overworked, and you were like, oh, you don't have to get everything finished before Christmas. Yeah, just my be vibe kind changes. to my yourself. Yeah, you're fucking fast, <laughs> fast. Okay, Helen Bauer. What I want for you and what I want for the hogs is very different. I want the hogs. Oh to be wow, like an army of achievers. Oh wow, and me to just. I want you to just like fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> oh my god, I love working with you too. But I want the the I want there to be like a full on hog army wow. where you guys are just out there just like like come on guys, like cure cancer. Do you know what I mean? That's can, such can a, a hog burden. Not cure cancer? Before Christmas? No, I didn't say before Christmas. I said every day be achieving something. I'm sorry, first of all, um, why do you want me to achieve nothing? I don't know. I was sort of riffing. I don't know why I said it. Okay. And secondly, what have you achieved this week, Helen Bauer? <laughs> it better be something big. I love how we looked at Andrew just to be like, Andrew, what have I? What have I? <laughs> Remember when I ate that chocolate twist a minute ago by the bin? 
<laughs> yeah, I threw it away before anyone knew I had it. Yeah, we definitely that wasn't bad. We definitely didn't both see you eating that at pace over the bin at the Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty impressive. I, you know what? I put up two pictures this morning. I think that's pretty good. That's what you think. a positive contribution well, to the world. Well, with help from Sunil. But yeah, we, we put up two pictures. Who were the photos of? One is a painting of Mike Tyson biting off someone's ear. That's and not, the other no, one is a Helen. painting of Mike Tyson um, You're lying. feeding pigeons. You're lying. I'm not lying. Why do you have those and where are they in your house? They're his. Where are they in your house? Hang on. Living room. That's really nice. It's like the two sides of Mike Tyson. That's what he said. He wanted mm. them next to each other because he's like, it tells a story. <laughs> I'm, that's in your living room. This is why you shouldn't live with men. It's in our living room. And, um, <laughs> please tell me across me you have some like Van Gogh or something. Just to I have, have, like, I have, um, that was an ear. Forget it. No, I, the ear thing because yeah. Van Gogh cut off his ear. Or did he? I I'm know. not ma'am. I've not met him. I think he did. It's all rumours. Tell what I don't, I no, it's, it's not like hot artist gossip. Like, we don't know. We couldn't possibly say. I think it's known. I've also achieved um, watching all of Selling Sunset season four. I've never watched Selling Sunset. That feels mad for you. Yeah, because Georgie said the same thing to me. Um, my best friend Georgie was like, talking about season five. Is that the new one? Four, baby. And she was like, oh, I had this fun fact about it for you. And I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And she was like, this is... But it's real estate. I know. It's so off-brand, right? She was like, all the houses are big and clean. Yeah, really clean. Yeah. I, I don't think any of those girls have ever shit themselves. Wow. Okay, I'll Ever. Check wow. I'll check it out. What, even when they had colonics? They seem like colonic types. Maybe they're colonic types. Do you think really funny? I went for a big roast with some of my friends yesterday and then two of my friends left and had three poops each. How insane is that? That is an insane thing that you know. It's mad that you yeah, kept Yeah, well, they were today. texting. Why is it in my brain that... <laughs> first of all... Okay. First of all, hideous. Second of all, no, I think... that's got three poops from one roast. I think that's food poisoning, But Helen. I didn't poop and I had the same roast. So now I'm... It's but still, you're it's made of me steel. Still. You're it's still in me. <laughs> you're made of steel. Like, yours, your stomach's obviously made of stronger stuff than theirs. But I they, have a full pork roast belly. They have a food... They have food poisoning. No, 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 no. It wasn't like poopy food poisoning. It was like a poop, like a a poop. Okay, okay. Stop saying a poop a to poop. me. A poop, <laughs> poop, a poop, a poop. Also, I just want to say that... So I've been thriving. Yeah. What have you done? <laughs> what I just discovered about myself is that I'm like, uh, women who can afford colonics don't have to poop themselves. <laughs> like, what? Why is that a thing that in my head I'm like... Colonic is Aspirational. Where they shove water up your asshole and then suck it out I think they feed it in and then it just f either they suck it out or it like falls out I but don't do, know like, I don't, okay so obviously like it's it when goes too, that way you're too rich to poop so you have someone do it for you but then how do they get that amount of water in there it must be going at force they pump it in yeah so it's sort of like a douche I guess so Andrew what is a colonic oh I don't know google it okay hang on why are you leaving it <laughs> I didn't just look at you like, Andrew seems like he's had one. Obviously not. Andrew got his first manicure Actually, today. I will say that Andrew like, does wow. look like he has a clean asshole. Thank you. I wouldn't assume that Andrew had a fucking filthy asshole. That's very kind of you. Thank You're you so, so fucking much. welcome. That's kind of you. I don't know. Like my asshole is like a like a bring and buy sale. Of like <laughs> bits and bobs that have gone in me over the years. <laughs> and you can find like remnants of it. You know, like those games on... Um, 
on TV where it's like, look at all these items in a tray for like a minute. And then we're going to take the tray away and you've got to say everything that was on the tray. <laughs> you could play that with stuff that came out of my asshole. Okay, first of all, horrifying. Bit of corn. Second of all, <laughs> bit of condom. But it's not dirty. It's, what? <laughs> I'm joking. I've never had anal. I know, as you tell us yeah. every time, it was the same level of disappointment. Just to check in though, is, are you saying that your, your asshole is generally dirty? No, I'd say the... I don't... I mean, I wouldn't say it's like bleached like yeah, no but people don't bleach it for for cleanliness reasons they it's based on a racist notion that assholes should be white really well the all beauty standards are set by that is Caucasian disgusting that is disgusting i've got okay a dictionary definition oh, you wanted to cut off our chat there about um whether or not ass bleaching is racist <laughs> fine andrew fine i guess we'll never get to the important stuff please tell me what o'clock is. go on oh well, it, a wikipedia article makes this very clear not to be confused with an enema uh it's okay to clean out all the toxins what's an enema uh, shut up enema introduces fluids into the colon uh for medical reasons right uh for like constipation and, and other sort of medical reasons um <laughs> <laughs> and other things that andrew cannot think of okay and uh, and uh, a colonic uh col- colonic therapy is to clear out in toxins from the uh from the anal tract and how do they do that they yeah just pump pump up a bunch of water and uh and, and fluids and then how does it get out again? It cleans. Oh, it doesn't actually say. But do they cost loads? Wouldn't it be just easier to go to like a water slide and just like bend over, hold your feet <laughs> and like what? let it gush in for? Well, the water has to be clean and not peed in by children. Yeah, it's pretty clean. It's no, pretty clean that's at the equivalent. No, and it's not meant to be full of piss from children. Yeah, Romsey Rapids. Kind of no, Romsey Rapids. Is that no. your one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would that be your go-to and not like getting your own like hose? thing is you can do it with a shower head right you could like shove a shower head like one of those like tiny little pointy ones split what tiny your cheeks little, what tiny little pointy ones like have you never gone to a hotel where they've got like a tiny little shower head like it's just really pointless and looked at it and thought i could fit that in my asshole no i think you'd want to like put it up your asshole and allow it all to shoot up and then you take it out and then i guess as long as you're over a toilet it would just all just like fall out of you how do you know when you're full does it start like you just feel it in your throat i think you'd feel it in your throat <laughs> i think you'd I feel, feel it because oh, 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 maybe they measure it out depending on your size because i reckon i could take more water up the butt than you could why i think i'm bigger than you i reckon colon capacity wise no your colon doesn't carry weight That's i not think a thing. my colon's I bigger than yours 10 liters between you I think so as yeah, well. Yeah. No, yeah, ten, ten, like seven, to ten liters is a bit. All right, Andrew. <laughs> Join no, us. fine. But like, I've never been <laughs> on colon size before, and I was saying I was bigger than her. But ten liters. That was harsh, Andrew. That was really harsh. So and actually, sorry. I. But also, sidebar. I don't believe that you could like do more than twenty bottles of Fanta. Like, <laughs> it's not twenty Fanta's difference between us, asshole size. But also, Helen, I think I'm stronger than you, so I think I could take more. So actually, if you'd like to sign up to our Patreon, um, pay for us to do a competitive colonic, <laughs> we will not partake in that but you know I, I 100% no, would I would I would too I 100% I would, would. Too. I would too because you <laughs> can come with measuring jokes yes I would <laughs> <laughs> I would too also though because um, and then we could do the what came out thing but also because my girlfriend told me that um, you're, if you eat seeds apparently they never leave your intestines unless you get a colonic well, I don't eat seeds. I don't, it's gonna be okay, but I did for a minute because I thought that was healthy, and now I'm like they're all just living in me. Why they'll grow? I don't know. It's scary. You have to be really careful with it's those scary. things. But could you imagine if like they put like ten liters in you, twenty liters in me, 
as Andrew feels, is the right size. And out of you just comes, our Catherine just comes like a 10 field. chia seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and just a like, poppy field. <laughs> just like a little Holland and Barrett selection. Yeah, just a and pumpkin, then, a pumpkin. <laughs> out oh, of wait. me, we just get bits of Lego puzzle. <laughs> like, so many condoms. Cummy yeah. <laughs> condoms. <laughs> Two babies. I don't, I don't know. Who won't that way. All the flavored lube you could ever want. <laughs> well, apparently there's no medical evidence uh, that that uh, colonic therapy is actually. It's no uh, shit, Andrew. But that's true. No shit. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Come on, obviously, like you can't just pop water into your ass and then be like everything's toxin free. It's like a constantly moving entity. Like that's but also basically isn't like it good to have tox like some toxins, isn't that like? It's like that thing of like um, people like always trying to get the earwax out their ears, which I totally get. Like it's such a satisfying thing to do, but you actually the the reason earwax is there is to help protect infection from getting in. Like it's all important stuff. I don't think you're medical. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem medically sound. But also to me, it's like you know when you see um, people cleaning the like handrails on um, escalators, yeah, and they'll just like wipe the bits that they can they can touch. But it's going around and everyone's touching. It's like. You can wash out your asshole. Like, it's going to be dirty in another minute. I mean, I clean my asshole. I just don't think I, I don't get involved. What do you mean you clean your asshole, but you don't get involved? Do you mean like you clean the external? Yeah, yeah. I don't go in. But now no. I'm worried that like I've said that and then you're both going to be like, what do you mean you don't go in? No, I don't. Everyone no, goes no, in. No, Ellen, I agree. I, I do. Like, I'm not a freak. I go in, I go cunt I, in. I do the patio, but there's no need to do the indoors. I think yeah. as far as holes go, you blow your nose, you clean inside your mouth, obviously with brushing teeth, but everything else... <laughs> You're just external, Why right? are you looking at me like you have had to rem- you've had to memorize this? No. Like, no, no, I remember my mom told me holes, mouthy, cleany, nosy, blowy. Actually, my mom just told me about the three Fs. Like she's like, just you, you got to clean is your face, fanny, and feet, and then you're good. That's not true. It, but it's like when you're younger, she was like, just get your three Fs, and then we're going to school. And I was like, oh, okay. What about the rest In of you? In that order, I had such vaggy feet. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm joking. But the three F's, like a horse bath. Do you ever do this? Oh, my mom called it a bird bath. Your mom called it a, a horse, horse bath. bath? <laughs> Your mom called it a bird bath. Well, yeah, we were in school. What are you talking about? And she's not like. Have your horse bath before we go to school. Come on, Helen, watch your can. It's fucking. It's year four starting in a minute. <laughs> Okay, mommy, I've got my animal project. <laughs> What's happening? Oh my god! Well, Face, fanny, and feet is the thing. The three F. I think what we're saying is welcome to episode eleven <laughs> of Dressy. <laughs> Delighted to have you here. I we hope you're just spit. We hope you're achieving, and at the very least, we hope you have your three Fs clean. And um, let us know if you're cleaning internally. This uh, genuinely I'm... takes us quite nicely to what I was going to tell you about my morning, which is yes. The I, dog stuff. I spent it with I Mabel. Oh my god, I'm so happy for so you. So first and foremost, if anybody doesn't know, Mabel, I met through Bar My Doggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been walking over three years. Mm-hmm. She's the light of my life. You have a great connection, you and she, Mabel. Honestly, yeah. I don't know. Like that dog gets me, and mm. she makes me calm and happy. Yeah. And she's profoundly good for me. Yeah. And I am so lucky I met her um, and that her owner lets me borrow her when I send like quite tragic voice messages. I think you're also good for Mabel. I think it's a mutually. I hope that's true. I hope that's true. She Mm. always seems happy to see me. But um, we also she's just like she's very she hates puddles. She barely tolerates a walk. 
This morning, Clem made her scrambled eggs because she wouldn't eat her kibble. Been like, there. she's yeah. such a princess. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, but so she arrives and she has beautiful, beautiful white fur. Yeah. But occasionally she gets this like ginger tinge around her eyes, her paws. And let's like be honest, moisture. let's be honest, her butt. Yeah. It's down her butt. Yeah. It's a bit ginger. And she I was, needs a bleaching. Well, no, I would never say that to her. How dare you? Don't body shame Mabel. <laughs> but I was intrigued. I was like, why does she have these ginger bits on? Whereas I would like to have left that as a mystery. Clem was like, let's Google. So apparently lots of dogs for turn sort of like pinky, orangey, reddy um, because they get like, it's basically from licking themselves too much. Um, they also get it around their oh. eyes. It's from moisture. So like if your dog gets wet too much or if it licks itself too much or around the eyes where they have tear ducts, um, a, a yeast develops. Is that why it's orange? Apparently. And then they love to lick it off. And honestly... Oh, which they're giving themselves a yeast infection to then lick the yeast infection more. I think so. I didn't quite read it all because I was horrified. And also I just like smothered my face in her and then had to go wash. So I was like, it's a yeast infection. So, um, but I also love her so much. And it turns out, but it turns out that like, if my girlfriend was like, I have a yeast infection, I'd be like, that's cool. We have to have different beds. When Mabel has a yeast infection, I'm like, I guess I'll just wash my hands and face after I smother myself in you. I love her so much. I couldn't not. And also, I feel like a dog yeast infection, like how likely is that that you would then get like an itchy vagina? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. But also, I just want to say, in case her owner's... An itchy vagina? That tickled you that much? Yeah, Andrew, grow up, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, the... grow up. Grow the... up, Andrew. Grow up. Oh, my God. So immature it's sometimes. Pathetic. It's not my own character podcast to defend myself. Yeah, you should it's actually. Pathetic. I'll listen to it. <laughs> uh, I think there are already plenty of those. Just go listen. Be, be a guest on a man's. Here's the thing. <laughs> I um, genuinely don't know if it's true. If there are any vets listening, please. Oh, yeah. Please let us know. Tim or Dom? Oh, my God. Tim or Dom, let us Tim know. Tim or Dom, please one of them is a vet. Us. Yes, one of the gay boys, Tim or Dom, is a vet. We just don't know which is which. Um, <laughs> but what does the other one even do? Who knows? No one knows. No one knows. I actually it's know. I actually what does he know. Do? He works in like production, like making videos, and he's also fluent in British Sign Language. How great is that? Sure, I guess. I listen to people. But I listen does, and learn. That doesn't help me with the dog thing. No, no, it doesn't. And but I that also, feels like right for a dog. Dogs always have like infections, but it's like, it's, okay. it's cool. Okay. It's cool. I just didn't have a dog when I was younger, so I didn't know any of these things. I mean, neither, She's just but... my friend. Um, but what I would say is if her owner is listening, um, we I'm not body shaming. I don't know any of this to be factually accurate. Okay. And I will find out. If it, if I, if it kills me, I will find out if what's going on. If the owner is listening, I'm body shaming slightly. But no, it's Mabel's truth. Look, so I get gorgeous. it. I feel like it's the dog equivalent of wanting to play with a spot, so I'm the She's same. stunning. I would be a full-on orange dog if I, I was a dog. Well that my favourite thing about this time of year is in December she gets out her little denim jacket. Oh, I die. I die. I don't I see die. how you haven't got a dog yet. I know it's like a renting and stuff in London. It's renting. But like, just make it happen. It's getting bad. Recently, I've taken to just like, 
Okay, so I've had two false promises in the coffee shop from people who've said that I can walk their dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've obviously been like, they've I've been behind them in a the queue. Mm-hmm. I love on their dog, and then I'm like, do you want my phone number? I can walk your dog, and then it's they don't much. call it's too me. Keen. It's too keen. But also, the, there are lovely people who come to Gigglers who said I can borrow their dogs. So yeah. I need to go get on that. The Jesbians have said I can walk their dogs, so I need to do that soon because honestly. But then I feel like I'm cheating on Mabel. It's no, weird. you can't look at it that way because like Mabel's not with you 24 <sighs> seven. Do you not tell me about the dog walkers? <gasps> I'm yeah. telling you now, there is no. I'm so. Don't what? make Ally on the what first. What did you just say? She what? was on board with wow. my doggy. She wasn't looking for anything exclusive. What? Whoa. That's like a guy what? going on Tinder. I don't and think, you she... think that he's never gone with anyone else. No, for I don't a walk. think she'll still be on there. Have you checked? Lucy, are you listening? She won't still be on there. Please, this is really heartbreaking. <laughs> Why would you do that, Helen? No, I no. thought that would be known. No, because early on I knew she had another. There was so early on she had this other lesbian couple, one of whom was a doctor and one of whom was Irish. So I was like, "Fuck this!" But I think we phased them out. I assume I phased them out. I ass- Who do you think bought Mabel the denim jacket? Oh, oh you whore! <laughs> oh you God. have your horse bath. You utter whore. <laughs> No, I don't think she has anybody uh, else. But have you her. spoken to Mabel about ex- exclusivity? I don't think you have. Oh we, my god! How am I the bad person right now? We, we hand feed her scrambled eggs. Yeah, but where does she get the taste for scrambled eggs? Her granny. Okay. Her granny makes her eggs. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know that, did I? Her granny's the one who was like, she loves an egg, and also doesn't mind a bit of cheese either. Am I right? Yeah, she was. <laughs> Lorraine that always makes me think of Mousetrap. Remember that film? And the Lorraine dog was put me onto the secrets. Of- okay. I. Oh my God. This should not be as much of a big deal as it is. You got broken up with last year and you seem more upset right now. <laughs> you did. Well, Mabel's a great girl. I don't know what to tell you. I just can't lose her. I can't lose Look, her. You're going to get a dog one day. And until then, I feel like you do have dogs in your area. I do wonder sometimes if you come on too keen with like, let's swap numbers. I will walk your dog. Yeah. Like, I think that is something. I mean, I get it because it's like I can't date because it's sort of like I'm either all in or like yeah. nothing at all. I am too intense. But it, it's a great quality of yours. And I, I think th- you're matching the dog's energy, but you need to match the human's energy. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I am. I'm going in way too strong. And now there are like three people I see, and they've not called me back, and it's just awkward. But I'm also worried that you'll now know this new fact about yeast infections around dogs' eyes. And if you see a dog with orange around its eyes, you'll be like, "Do you know what that is? Do you know what uh, it I won't. Is? No, I won't. I'm not that bad. But I, but I do need to stop getting on the floor and just talking to the dog rather than asking if the person needs. And even then, it doesn't really make sense out of context because I don't have. Spit up of myself. Do you not get on the floor when you see a dog? I do. I ask. That's I what got, everyone does. I ask first. I yeah, love dogs. I, I ask. I always ask. I say, I got I say bitten help. by a dog. Okay. So what did you do? I. You know what? This is so weird. I was. So I was out with my friend Nat. I must have been like 22 or something like that. Mm. And we were out and her neighbor came and joined us. And he was like an older guy, like were not older, like 30 or something. And um, we were drinking. We were having loads of fun. And then we needed to get more wine before going back to his and the literally neighbors. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so desperate for a piss. And they were going to an off license. And I was like, can I just go up and go to the toilet? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, my dog's up there. And I was like, cool, no worries, no worries. He was like, oh, just say hello when you go in and go up to yeah. the toilet. I knew the layout was flax was exactly the same as my friend's. And I got his keys and I went in and went like, hi to the dog, ran upstairs, went to the toilet, came back down. And this dog was just like. And I was like, oh, dear. So I just like give it space, just ignore it, wait for them to come home. Aww. I couldn't get to the door to let them in because this dog was growling at me and I'd never seen it before. Oh, my God. So From the dog's point of view, though. It's just a random woman just running to the house. And 
like pissed. So oh, like totally. declared territory ownership. Totally. Presumably if it was you, was it just a wee? It was a wee. Okay, just It a was wee. a very classy like, wee. Okay, a wee. You were drunk. Yeah. You'll have stomped upstairs if you're drunk. I yeah. like, I will have bounded up. Yeah. You wee. Oh, I'm not blaming the dog. It's just, it's just been a good lesson in... Home invasion? They get spooked. Yeah. But then I was trying to get to the door. It was really frightening. And this dog just went... <sighs> And it like went straight for my hand. And it like nothing came off or anything. But it was like a good bleedy bite. Oh and it just gosh. gave me enough of that's a scary. That awareness is scary. now that no, like I don't scary. really go down to their level. Like I'm just unless like I'm there for a second. I understand. That is really frightening. Right? That's really frightening. Because it's like I've seen how they can switch now. But also then like knowing that dog for a little bit afterwards, I was like, nah, it just hasn't been trained either. Like it see, really see, that's what I was just about to say, because I do feel like it's so unfair. No dog is naturally a like predisposed to well i think whether if animals have routine mm-hmm. and good training mm-hmm. um they don't respond viciously it's like fighting dogs are nobody's like like it's like how people don't like staffies and it's like staffies are the gentlest sweetest I most love the loyal cows. most loyal dogs they are not inherently violent mm-hmm. you have to train them to be so mm-hmm. usually through like horrible methods and it's like I'm, I'm really sorry that happened, but also like they're bad people, and it doesn't mean all. Oh dogs my god! Are... And you know which dogs are fucking awful? Who? Um, African painted dogs. What? They are in the zoo what in Chester. They're they're called. I think they're called African painted dogs. <laughs> they're like wolves. And they're on one of my favourite TV shows, yeah, The Secret Life of the Zoo. They're not domesticated. Well, they live in a zoo. Catherine, have you heard of lions? They're absolutely <laughs> ravaged. They have an attitude Ravid on them, some of those ravaging. lions. I didn't mean that, I meant savage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew's horny for lions. <laughs> Helen doesn't fair, like though, them as pets. And also, because like, I struggle, because like, basically one of my favourite TV shows was The Secret Life of the Zoo. I loved it. Now, yeah. I know zoos are a very tricky topic for a lot of people. I hadn't been to zoos for eight ages because I was like oh they're really really bad I also have a little sister who has severe special needs and she fucking loves going to the zoo so I made my peace with the fact that I have to go to a zoo once Mm. a year and it's depressing how much I actually enjoy it I fucking love The Secret Life of the Zoo it was a show on Channel 4 and it was a reality TV show where the animals were the stars On each of the... Do you remember this time? This was a couple of years ago before we did the podcast and I was really upset about that tortoise. Helen, this podcast only started like 11 weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. You don't need to be like, it was a couple of years ago before we started the podcast. How long does it feel like we've been doing this to you? 10,000 years. Oh God, no. no, uh, Helen, trigger warning if you're going to tell this tortoise story. You're really bad at trigger warnings. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I think we need like a trigger warning, trigger warning. Yeah, I think okay, so too. Catherine's now going to trigger warning my trigger warning. Can I just maybe say the trick? Can I just, can I, here's my trigger warning. Helen is going to talk about non-consensual sex between turtles. Radiated tortoises. My apologies. <laughs> it's but okay. Can we say non-consensual sex? Yes. Great. Whatever the right wording is, you say it. Let's 100%. say that. Okay, so... Secret Life of the Zoo, it was supposed to be a really humble show where they show the keepers who look after the animals and how they take care of them and how they like, just like how they like have babies and like looking after them and it's like the different personalities of the animals. But like every episode without fail, one of them would die and I would always take (gasps) it so badly. It was like the ultimate sort of like, it's like watching This Is Us, right? You know you're not going to be happy at the end of the episode, but you know you're going to watch another one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was like I was in a bad Tra- headspace. Tragedy porn. Tragedy porn. And like this little, oh my God, all the baby elephants kept dying. So I kept on getting elephant chlamydia. And it was just like awful. <laughs> it was awful. I'm sorry, what? They got this. There's oh, an absolute pandemic of elephant chlamydia in zoos. It's a bloody nightmare. Why? Are they and having sex with each other? I don't bloody know. Well, they're all siblings. I don't know. It was awful. And they, they they've got this um, chameleon called Mr. Parsons, who no Iguan even, and they've we been trying have to breed him for so long, and they eventually managed to find like um, a Mrs. The Parsons. Right, uh, Mrs. Parsons. But every time he like has an opportunity to have sleep with someone, he fucks it. And they got this one from a zoo in Isn't Paris. Isn't that what they want? They got no. They got like a lady one from a zoo in Paris, and they were like, "This will be great. They're gonna mate." And there's like hardly any of them left. Parisian iguanas are the sexiest iguanas. She was a fucking dick. She literally oh. sat in the corner of the cage and watched him walking over to her for three days. <laughs> <laughs> and then he nearly made it. And on his last step, he fell off. <laughs> and then she was like, I'm not doing it. And she never gonna, she's never going to sleep with him now. She doesn't want to have that inside of her. And it was so awful because all the keepers were like, oh, he's having his mistakes. It's like, no, he's gay. He's just <laughs> finding an excuse not to fuck her. And it's like, he knows if he falls. But he's like, I love it her. was such a long fall. He was like, <laughs> I love her. She knows her worth. She's like fucking work for it. Really, really. But then they have to send her to another Lip zoo in like China to try and find a new mate. But basically, I follow this one storyline so intensely. The radiated tortoises. So there are what a group that, of them. What does that mean? A radiated. A radiated tortoise. Is this, it's a breed of tortoise. It's a type of tortoise. They um, they emit heat. Like Why are they hot, they're in hot climates. They okay. love hot climates. And they all have like little shells, and all of their like they make loads of points all over their shell. Oh, cute. They're very sweet. And they were all girls. It was just like a hen house of tortoises. And they were called like Mary and Catherine and Jane and Sophie. And then they had one boy who lived with them called Bert. And there was one female. Was he a school friend? Mm hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. I don't like Bert. Oh, wow. Okay. Because one of the tortoises didn't have a classic name, one was called Smooth Sides. Smooth no. sides. Smooth sides. I love I was smooth up sides. for smooth sides having a fun anecdote as to why she was called smooth yeah, sides. Because that happens every now and again with naming animals. Yeah, and also they're all in a girl house. Like maybe like they went out and had a funny night mm. and she was called smooth sides. Smooth sides. <laughs> smooth sides was named smooth sides. Because Bert was fucking her so repeatedly that the side of her shell had been smoothed down <laughs> like a mirror to the point where she'd lost her shape of a tortoise. <laughs> and I know that's non-consensual. I know I can't speak on behalf of the tortoises. It's not consensual. They named her after her... her yeah. Her, like... Her trauma. They trauma named her. It's awful. Why didn't they just call her victim one and be done with it? (laughs) The thing is, he kept going for her because she was so easy to climb on top of. Because of the... Yeah, Smith-sides. and you could tell Smooth Sides was breaking in spirit. So the, the yeah, episode- she's been named Easy Target. <laughs> I know, it's like naming your daughter. Like, I'm not going to play that one. No, but- <laughs> <laughs> Even I need to stop. Even I need to I stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but Smooth Sides. So then they were like, okay, well, we need to fix this because Smooth Sides is really miserable and in pain. So they were like, oh, let's... Um, now they've decided to fix it. Eventually, they removed Bert... And put him in a separate enclosure. Finally, somebody did something. And then Bert faked depression. 
I'm telling you it was faked. It was so obvious. He was like, oh, there's no one, no one to sleep with here. I'm was, just he like, like, was he like, ten. I had a really tough childhood too. Awful. Fuck off, Bert. Awful. So they off. were like, oh, well, I'd rather Smooth Sides be abused than have Bert be sad. Excuse they put me, Bert what? back in. Then they tried. The getting patriarchy. Another, no, they got another radiated tortoise called Football, which obviously is going to be someone who sexually assaults. That's <laughs> mad. And they bring Football in. And Football also went straight for Smooth Sides because she's so easy to climb. So then she was just getting assaulted by Football and Bert. And then I, then she wasn't on the next season of Secret Life of the Zoo. So where me and my sister she? had to go up to Chester. No, where is she? Is she okay? I've been up to visit her the last two years. Oh, she's still alive. I have to pay for a hotel. It's a long weekend. And <laughs> she, both times I've been up, both times I've been up, she's been sleeping surrounded by the other women, which I think is so beautiful. Oh my God, she's she is protected, but Bert's still alive. Where were they in the hen house, though? She could have done with the protection then. I know. I know. Everyone and I'm paying to to about diff- three hundred pounds a year because <laughs> she's not been on another series of the show to go make sure she's all right because no one else cares. I care. I found one blog about her and that's it. It's I just care. me. I want to come. That was actually such a beautiful story, <laughs> Andrew. As the only male voice in the room, do you maybe want to tone down the laughter? I'm so sorry. Wow. She doesn't even look like a tortoise anymore, Andrew. <laughs> what does she look like? A triangle? Like a triangle? Smooth. <laughs> Just like a, like a, a smooth ball. Oh. If anyone wants smooth to see any more side. about this, uh, my Instagram stories does have a highlight called Smooth Side, which <laughs> tells the whole story over the last four years. <laughs> I didn't want you to tell the story and ultimately I think if we ever become more famous it will come back to haunt us I think that regardless it's a great time to her truth needed to be told her truth needed to be told actually justice for smooth sides I know I'm I'm I feel like I did mess up those trigger warnings, but I also feel like it is an important story to tell. Oh, I agree. You were appalling, but also smooth, it was important. Smooth sides deserves justice, and I'm I'm on the side of smooth sides. Like I'm checking up on her. Like yeah. I care. And also, I honestly think Mary, Catherine, Sophie, and the other girls, the other girls, yeah, could have done fucking more at the mm-hmm. time. Where mm-hmm. were they at the time? So we're blaming the women now for Bert's actions. No, no. But I am saying a bit of rallying could have gone a long but way. But I think like. Put Burton football somewhere, let them die, and let the gals just live out oh, of the years. I agree, but I think, where was the protective circle when she needed them? You're right. You're right. Okay, there's a lot going on here. Secret Life of the Zoo, um, Channel 4, all episodes available on 4OD. <laughs> <laughs> because they need promotion on our all podcast. available on 4OD. Anyway, it's time to introduce our guest for today. What? I'm so excited. <laughs> I love her so much. Me I know you too. love her so much. And we're such big fans. She's genuinely so funny. One of the first comics I watched obsessively yeah. when I started comedy. Mm-hmm. She is so, so funny. We're so lucky to have her here. And uh, she's a badass. So please, welcome to the trust. Dusty Hogs oh Club. God. It's Evelyn Mock. It's Evelyn Mock. Yay! Yay! Hi, Hogs. Andrew here. Uh, to read our list of wonderful producers and executive producers. These are all people who have supported us at patreon.com forward slash trusty hogs. They've pledged a certain amount of money uh, per month, but you can do it from as little as £3 to get the episodes 24 hours earlier than everyone else. Or for just £5, you get a whole extra episode every single week. For example, this week's Patreon extras... 
features exclusive chat from this week's episode with Evelyn Mock. Uh, we talked to her about her biggest achievements of the last year and the secret cocktail bar in M&M World, Leicester Square. Is it real? Did she go? What did she get? You'll have to go to the Patreon extras to find out. Uh, and fair warning, uh, I think Helen back-references M&Ms a few points later in the chat. So if you're wondering why, that is why. It's all in the Patreon extras. Uh, so that's well worth checking out. Uh, and these lovely people are getting mugs. We sent out lots of mugs, personalised mugs that say producer and then the person's name or indeed executive producers. Uh, and if you're an executive producer, you get your own personalised Hogs episode. So we've recorded two of those and we've got a third one to do because we have a new executive producer. So they will have their own personalised Trusty Hogs episode. Uh, and that person is a wonderful Janina Bautista, who is joining the ranks of Simon Moores and Guy Goodman. So our lovely executive producers, thank you so much for your support. And indeed, our wonderful producers. We've got Sarah and Molly, the duvet ladies. That's quite a long name for the mug, so they might want to send in something else, but uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Thank you, Sarah and Molly. Thank you, Aideen McQueen, uh, Caitlin Lith, Joe Holmes, Zoe, Kim Dovgal. Uh, I'm so sorry, Kim, we did establish how to pronounce your name, and I was kind of trusting Catherine to remember it, and I didn't think I'd have to film this insert myself but thank you kim thank you lee myerskoff thank you david walker thank you tim and dom kira leach richard bicknell sb dubs l richard bald sadie cashmore neil redmond claire owen jones rachel r victoria hutchison jess and nick emma walton karen bull anthony conway and harold van dyke you're all absolute legends we love you so so much uh, if you would like to join that list of names, go to patreon.com forward slash trustyhogs. Enjoy the rest of the episode. It's Evelyn Bloody Mark! I love Evelyn Mark! We love Conversation in our flat all weekend because Patel went to your birthday lunch yes, he did, and yeah. was just blown away by the vegan Chinese food. Yes, that Where? he has been talking about it nonstop. So we went to um, a place called Tofu Vegan. Okay, where's that? It's an Angel. Okay, it's on I Upper Street. Mm. And I was like, you guys should go. You told okay. me a lot about it. It okay. was really, really good. Oh. And it was like, the thing is like, because there's this thing where Asians are like, just like, they don't believe in veganism. And so this <laughs> existing is really funny. Okay. Um, Th- did but- you go there as a joke? <laughs> I went there as a bit. Yeah. And I, I brought <laughs> all of my comedian friends with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Prank. Yeah. <laughs> What? what? This is we're just huh? eating this ironically. That's a nice birthday though. Like it dinner is. with all your friends. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. It was. It was like I was like um because I I didn't want something big because of uh, COVID. But yeah. then also like it's it's um I don't have anywhere to have it. And yeah. then so I was like okay let's get the people. Uh, let's get a manageable group, and then we get like, and also Harriet Kemsley came, and she is and yes, please. infamously vegan, infamously. She's right? not. Is she? <laughs> she's. I, she's not at like, the moment. I think loose with the word vegan. I didn't know she was a vegan. She's a vegan with bad principles. Is what? that? No, she's not eating meat. <laughs> she doesn't eat meat. Yeah. But she's eating dairy. I'd say I she's moment. loose with like the rules. Can I just of say veganism. we also yeah. give context. Harriet's hella pregnant. I think yeah, you get really you get pregnant. to play a fast and loose with your food yeah, yeah, morals. Yeah. And she I has think, said that yeah. baby is craving meat and she's not doing it. Really? I wow. swear I had to say that. That's like Phoebe on Friends when Phoebe was pregnant. But Harriet yeah. is Phoebe on Friends. She is? Yes, she is. Like, Does that make Bobby Mike? Oh, 
That's mm, really I think Bobby funny. wishes he was Mike. That's so Bobby so Mayer. Bobby is context. who is yeah. the character who they're scared of in the first season who lives in the basement and then he shaves and they all fancy <laughs> <to> him. <laughs> Bobby yeah, is that, Heckles, as Heckles. well as Mr. Heckles. Yeah, yeah that oh, Heckles. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> well, so funny. they're having a beautiful baby. We're very excited yeah. for them. But you went to for vegan food and it was delicious. Yes, it was really good because I wanted to. I was like, because every time I've been with Harriet, she's not eaten because she's vegan, and the places oh. we go to never cater. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I want to cater to everyone. And so we went. Nice. It was so nice. And it was like, but the thing is, like, because Chinese food, because there's a lot of carbs in Chinese with like noodles and rice and stuff, yeah. fried food. But this, and so it makes you bloated. Yeah. It makes you really full and bloated. But, but she's already pregnant. Was, I know. Nice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she didn't explode. It Amazing. was really good. Because Tofu it was vegan. Vegan. Did you explode? I almost exploded Got a sense. what did you order from tofu vegan so we ordered um Sounds mock cool. yes we ordered like uh what is it mouth-watering mock chicken i'm so glad it was mouth-watering yeah otherwise what's the point this sounds i so know good. how I are know. you gonna get it down how are you gonna get Choking it, down? it down if it's not mouth-watering but the thing is, like, <laughs> it could be risky because it's like either with chinese food it's like they mean oh your mouth is gonna water when yeah. you get yeah. this food or it means that somebody's mouth water <laughs> is used in the food because that's like chinese like they have a dish called like bird's nest soup and it's just like they're like yeah it's the saliva that the bird uses to make the nest that's really good and so we're putting it in the food <laughs> so i'm like does it taste so you know good, you never know soup i've never had that it's just thick okay <laughs> oh i thought it was made up i thought you were doing a bit oh my yeah. god i remember take the like, nest the of a bird i saw a and century egg and i was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and no, it's just it's tea right. stained right no, no, it's no, no, like it's I knew I was lied yeah. to. I ate it, and no. I knew it wasn't the tea stain. That's... There are tea stained eggs, but that's not it. it. Was, no, yeah. no, that's a moldy egg. I got egg, fucking lied to. That's, that's, that's an egg that's been buried. And... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I Who can't that? I ate it. Who lied to you? Yeah. Yeah. Chinese aunties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are very good. Liars. The good people of China. The okay. good yeah. fucking yeah. Chinese aunties yeah. of Kuala Lumpur. They fucked me up. You were in KL eating a like fermented egg. I've got Malaysian family. What? What? We have talked about this before on the podcast. I don't listen I to always... most of what you say. It's so loud. Are you serious? <laughs> Andrew, you've had this before, right? Yeah. Thank I you. always find out something new about Helen every time I'm with Helen. <laughs> what are you talking about, Malaysian aunties? Because, like, half my family are Malaysian. We've yeah. definitely said this before. Wait, she what? did not listen, Andrew. You are right. I, I genuinely didn't. You are right. I didn't, I didn't process this. And then I have some Chinese aunties. What? what are you talking about? In Malaysia. <laughs> I had a little chung sam when I was younger. Did you really? Yeah, and a sawa kameez to please both sides. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> a chung sam is like a long dress. Okay. Yeah, it's like a Chinese traditional dress. Yeah. What? So you look, but okay, that was so, cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top as a little yeah. white girl with blonde hair. Lovely. It was great though because I was like, like golden curls, and they used to pass me around all the Chinese restaurants because like gold brings you gold, and they'd all touch me and make oh, me feel like a princess. So then weird. I was an absolute asshole by age five. I being see why like, you're a oh, comedian. Only, yeah. only <laughs> Auntie Dot can touch my hair. <laughs> Oh, so, yes. but, how, but I got lied to a lot and ate a lot of the food that I, I was mean, like, I'm not even sure if this is. But it was mainly Malaysian food. It but wasn't. it's an entertaining thing. It's like it's something that 
Asian aunties entertain themselves with, like lie to foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they always be like, "Oh, we've removed all the spice because like the white bowers are coming instead of the bawaganis." And then so, the, but it would still be really spicy. And then like the oh, Chinese aunties <laughs> would cover the fruit with salt so it wouldn't look bad. But then with I would salt. eat it with salt, not sugar, salt. Like fucking psychopaths. And then I would eat it, and I'd be like, "I love that." It doesn't feel like right. that's not cultural. That's cruelty. Yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just your family. For a display. Yeah. There's a, there's it was awful. Thing. But I would eat it. But then like, cause I, I'm such a force feeder of myself. I'd be like, no, I love it. <laughs> but Helen, like, okay, so you have to, who, who, how did you get an Asian family? Yeah, thank you. I okay, didn't know well, where to begin to ask. Heritage Lee. <laughs> And so I think I will be things. respected for that. No, it, my uncle married a Malaysian woman. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then it's like that, the gang. Okay, cool, the cool, gang. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. gang. Yeah. And they're mainly in KL. That's really like, because. And Perth. And Perth. Yeah. That makes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, look, Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia's like Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My first boyfriend oh, was funny. Malaysian. Really? Yeah, Irish this Malay. Is- Oh yeah. my god! Oh my god, are we full like Malaysian here? I guess so. Well, Salamat yeah. Datan. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> what? Salamat Datan. What? <laughs> Harry Mackaze. What is happening? You're so white. What is happening? <laughs> Salamat Datan, babe. What's happening? What is? What does that even? I get why I'm on this episode now. No, I'm here. No, I'm like, no, a, no. I am here to okay this shit. Am I? Um, am I actually? Because Evelyn was my first boyfriend. <laughs> I was Catherine's first boyfriend. No, he was a Malaysian called Darren. A sweet boy. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> I I did a podcast with a Malaysian called Nigel. So yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, listen, yeah, it happened. Yeah, it all comes around. Um, my but, cousin's called Ross. He was and I've got something that called like Shazley and Razor. Half so. Irish, to be fair. <laughs> and, it around. Like, half Irish. Yeah, yeah. And very cruel to me. So we don't have to labor the no. point. Why was he cruel? Did he do those things that Helen's no, auntie's just, he did? was 22 and I was 18 oh, and I people see, are jerks yeah. to each other then, aren't yeah. they? But no. also I shouldn't have slept with the boy who lived literally around the corner because then we saw each other on every no, commuter know, train it's forever. Convenient. It's so. convenient. It is. It's he was, and also yeah. he was the only one who would. So <laughs> uh, you take what you can. You take what you get. You You're so pretty. No, no, she was, was a hog. It was, was fucking gross. I was gross. hideous. Hi, I'm Catherine. I'm on the debate team. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get eyebrows until I was 24. Oh, Catherine! I had to buy them. I swear to you, I what was hideous. She still pastes them every year. I want to see a photo. Hey, oh, I'll, I'll, okay. But what, I, I think my girlfriend, my girlfriend describes, my girlfriend describes me as the only child she's ever seen to look pregnant. Like, no. I was hideous. So we'll grow, we'll get there. But yeah, I'm fine. That anyway. That's so funny. Okay. That's a, I'm glad you had a great birthday. You know birthday. when you see a kid and you're like, <laughs> they've got big bones, but you don't want to say it. They've like, got Catherine's big bones, bones got smaller, but we yeah. don't know. <laughs> We don't know how. Yeah, honestly, I looked. Hor- I was horrendous, but that's this fine. Is so fun, yeah. Um, I oh, still have so much more to ask about your birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. As a friend slash fan uh-huh. of you and Stu Laws, Stuart. I love Stuart Laws. I just went to see a show at the Soho Theatre. He's great. So yeah. good. So so good. I know. I knew. So I knew it was good because you wouldn't have brought that up if it was bad. <laughs> oh no! Can you imagine? Like, like really? I went to see a show at Soho Theatre. Oh my god! Yeah, you just, you just don't say you ever went. You yeah, never tell silence. anyone. That's yeah. correct. Silence. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, did you go? What, did you go the night when the guys were late coming in and they just went? Uh, what was it? They just went. Uh, I mean, no one was late. No. Okay, okay, that's. I went on the Friday yeah. night. That must have been the Saturday night. Yeah, he, I think it was a Saturday. Oh night. damn yeah, it! Yeah. No, I went Friday night with Esther Patel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You heard of him? You know him? I did, but he keeps he keeps avoiding my calls. 
And he Excuse never calls me? me back. What? And then today he hasn't wished me a happy birthday on my actual birthday. Yeah, Are you your actual birthday? Kidding? Like today's my actual birthday. Did you not say happy birthday? Happy birthday! I said happy birthday. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, Lord, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Let's do a birthday tit wang, Cornelius. Everyone, do you want a birthday tit wang? What? It's your thirty-fourth birthday. We give her a wank. No, does no one else do that for their friend's birthday? What are you talking about? Birthday wank. Do you not want one? They don't. She doesn't want that. Oh, is this a consent thing again? Yes, Evelyn. I'm sorry you didn't consent. Evelyn. Evelyn. I'm sorry I didn't get your consent. tradition oh i have God. a different birthday you can, tradition you want to touch my boob oh what's your birthday oh, we're doing it okay uh, there uh, thank you oh. <laughs> what is that an e no it's a, my bra no 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 like the size she's guessing right? your size oh. she's not an e it is a knee yeah it is a knee. It's a knee. <laughs> how did you know what what is happening oh how did you what get a size right <laughs> Is that your special skill? Did you just guess her, her cup size? Some me. people have GCSEs. You Kellen, <laughs> do me, do Some me. Some people, I know yours. No, you don't. I don't want to get involved in guess. it. Guess. Okay. Guess. Guess. Oh, God, it's so intimate. <laughs> so intimate. Oh, my God, she's squeezing. Do you have to squeeze? Right, if you're listening right, in be completely honest. Form, Evelyn isn't padded at all. Right. Oh. This has got padding. Yes. Which does, we will throw me off. Yeah. Now, oh. can you tell me padding ends here? Yeah, off the top of okay. the there. It's like watching like you a... You are a oh 32C. So close. What are you? A 32B. <gasps> oh, my God. It was, it was the padding For the padding, I, I can't do padding. Evelyn's just going like, I mean, with that rack, like you're fine. You're free falling. <laughs> There's padding. So it does throw me off a bit. But also, how did you just fondle my nipple and guess my back size? It's like, <laughs> what's that possible? She's like the Gandhi of like, <laughs> what? Boo! Top off! <laughs> that was insane. Thank How you. did you get her circumference? I've, I've never worked in bras or anything like that, but I really think I'd thrive in that area. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just your personality, just like without this weird, like, special power that you that have. phenomenal. I'm like so taken back. Please send me pictures to... of your boobs. Okay, before. Be... <laughs> no, no, Helen, no. Come, come to my next live show. Line up afterwards and I'll tell you, bro. No, do you guys. This is appropriate. Do you release the video as well? Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there'll be clips do of her feeling your boobs. I want this in my life we'll be forever. Happy, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of you molesting me and then just like guessing my bra size <laughs> and everything's okay. Yeah, somehow clawing it back. Like yeah. guessing. It's like, sure, I touched your boob without your consent, but while I'm here, you want me to measure you? I'm not what? good at many things, so it's nice when I'm good at something to be able to oh do it. God. That's stunning. What, Thank a, you. what a recovery. Hey, um, before <laughs> before we do the problem, uh-huh. the listener, be. <laughs> Lynn? I don't know. Not gonna, uh, Fuck you both. <laughs> Fuck you both. Okay, so what are you? I'm a full G, baby. Oh, wow. Whoa. Mm. Wow. Do you wanna? Four G, full G. You gotta go under because I'm not. I don't wear wires. 
You don't want to. Oh, it's wire. heavy. It looks heavy. It is so heavy. Oh my god. You it just, is very heavy. You just placed that onto Evelyn's hand you like have a to gift. Place it like. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, Helen has a place. Oh, the thing is, like, Helen, get off the table, Helen. She has put herself on there because I can't do that. Mine are, to be honest. Okay. Same, Evelyn. I'm so. I'm, Same. I need to talk into the. Have, um, no, way, mine are not perky. The They're very. Just for the listener, I just uh-huh. want them to know that Helen just lifted up her breasts and placed them on the table. She placed them on the table, and before that, she placed her breasts into my palm. Yeah. Well, otherwise, you won't understand the size of it. You have to go exactly. under to understand, and then you feel the wire, and if they're wearing padding. Yeah. Yeah, wow. and I'm so sorry we're derailing this, but this is so like because the thing is I've always because when you're a bigger lady you're supposed yeah. to have that, but I have small ones for being a big you're lady. Like, I can't, but but the thing is like I I can't put them on the table. Like mine don't need like I can't put them on the table I like Helen did. But I'm also assuming here, Evelyn, you aren't wearing your bra at like the full height. Oh my god! Oh my god! She's a fucking I'd say wizard. You've got like like a tiny bit there, but you aren't wearing it like. This Wait, you mean back boot? No, no, like, oh. you know the strap? Uh-huh. How tight has they have you tied it? Full tight. I think yours isn't that tight. No, mine's like loose. Exactly. Mine's full loose. So if you had it full tight, then they would be sitting there. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Helen, Helen, what do we just learn about consent? <laughs> May I no, but I'm just like it's, it's, it doesn't it. count afterwards. Do I not have consent for like an hour? No. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've agreed to come on the podcast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have an hour with Evelyn's breasts. No, you have to consent. No. Each time. Consent is ongoing and must be checked in on. And also isn't given just because somebody agrees to be on your podcast and says it's their birthday. Stop playing with the death. You must li- look at me and listen to me. Consent is important. Let's move on. Oh, my God. Evelyn Moss. Yes, Let's yeah. do my birthday tradition. I'm going to take you to Rigby Impala later, Evelyn, and you're going to have a lovely time. I think I need to go. My birthday tradition involves in no touching. Okay. I hope yes. that's okay with you. I think that's birthday good. is also colloquially known as Chicken Death Day. Oh. <laughs> no. All of Helen's neighbors' chickens died on Four my birthday, so she thinks that's my fault. I, not my fault. It's really weird that you have neighbors that are chickens. Yeah, I agree. It's really that's weird. And I love that phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so in my house, oh my we God. do a little tradition, which is um, I would like to know, please, the three things mm-hmm. you are most proud of that you've achieved as a 33 year old uh-huh. and the three things you hope to achieve in the next year that's your next disgusting birthday. but I love it it's really so sweet tell me the three things that you're pleased about that you did this year chaos to like really like Wholesome. like gratefulness <laughs> yeah yeah like gratitude yeah Um, I, I was actually <laughs> Helen's just shaking her shaking her left her. boob at me let her think about what she's happy to have achieved this year not what she regrets most I wish you were lactating because it was just like you don't think I am oh no <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine oh, lift up my jumper just like a full yogurt <laughs> yogurt a Muller Lite just flew onto her face why is it gotta be a Muller Lite because it's the one that came to my mind oh my god alright Angie do you have our problem yes let's do this okay oh, who's it from Andrew oh god uh, this is from N N. 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 Oh, they're anonymous. N. Oh, yeah. Do you think yeah. it's Nishkumar? Nishkumar. No, I don't. Yeah, I think it's Nishkumar. No, I don't think it's ni- initially or nationally. <laughs> Do you reckon um, it's the N from M N N? No. It's a bit of a reach, but... Okay. The N from M N N. Go on. Hi, N. on the theme of boundary setting, perhaps. So they started a new job in 2019. Congrats. Socialized with people in the office. And one of the people that they work with lived in the same suburb. 
lovely. Fast forward, March 2020, in lockdown, they're one of their kind of nearest like locale friends. Yeah. So they spend mm. a lot of time in their gardens, socialising, uh, getting to know them. That's nice. Uh, however, uh, they realise having spending uh, spending time with them is feeling quite claustrophobic. Oh. And oh. they especially feel that as a queer couple, they are a novelty for them, uh, as they've not mentioned knowing any other gays. Uh, Wait, hang, on, hang, on, hang on a second. Whoa, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the person oh. who is there, like, hanging out with a colleague who is, like, fetishizing them as a gay oh, couple yeah, yeah. a little bit. Oh, I Wait, see. Wait, because Anne has a... Has a a, a partner is in a relationship with a, a same-sex mm-hmm. relationship. Okay, they, so they feel I that see. they're being—they're like a novelty for this person. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so they want to reduce the amount of time spent with this person and their spouse, uh, but they don't want to alienate them because they still have to work together. How do I? And this is the exact wording. I'm not. How do I be more Catherine? And set those boundaries while also being more Hufflepuff and spare their feelings. Are you Hufflepuff? Uh, that is the implication, I guess, of the email. That's Here, kind of wow. mean. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting because... No, it's fine. In general, Catherine, you are better at setting boundaries, but I've also learned about grey rocking in the last year. I've learned about grey rocking. Oh, first of all, can I just say, I, I don't think I am. I think I'm learning about boundaries. You are learning about boundaries, I think, because I think we spoke about this in an early episode that you had to set a boundary quite clearly yeah. with someone in your yeah. life this year, yeah. which is quite recent, and I haven't i have so just so you've got a bit of context as to why yeah. we're giving advice yeah. on this i have set boundaries people i've never had the chat where i set the boundary i've just sort of done it and yeah. just allowed them to notice but it's usually because being around them hurts my soul because they hurt me but do you mean like you just stop hanging out with them and then they just only really one it. person and like uh. it was just very natural mm. um and i could have done with setting a boundary about mm-hmm. two years ago that would have saved me a lot of stress and misery yeah. but i didn't at the time it's and i think hard. it's a retrospective thing that i've learned about mm-hmm. and it's... i've been like lockdown time at a great time for me yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard, but sense. i but i would like to first of all i'd like to answer this person's question but i also yeah. before that i want to check in what is gray rocking you yeah. go for it. You go for it. So, well, gray rocking is basically it's it's. I learned about it through when it comes to dealing with narcissistic personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, a person who has narcissistic personality disorder is usually quite. If you are the target of their narcissistic supply, which means that they get their energy from you, mm-hmm. basically, then they you know they'll be quite emotionally abusive towards you and stuff, manipulative mm-hmm. and stuff. And so, gray rocking is basically not engaging. As in, like, when you notice, and it does demand you to be aware of all of kind of the triggers or all of the ways that they will try to engage you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, gray rocking is basically like you're like, if they say something, uh, you just go, oh, that sounds bad. Like, you don't really give them anything to hook up on, hook up onto. So, like, yeah. you don't respond to their stuff, but also you don't give them anything. Yeah. So, it's just okay. sort of like another gray rock on the beach. Like, if they yeah. say something, it's like, there's nothing there. And, like, okay. why would you say that person goes, and because people sometimes can, like, if you're not giving them anything, will like dig a bit deeper and like say things that you yeah. that they know that you would maybe want to discuss, you yeah. know? Okay. And it's like for them asking this question, just to be like, no, it's all good. Everything's cool. Yeah. And it's hard to do because ah. you feel rude and blunt yeah. doing it. Um, but it is a learnt behavior that you can do. Yeah. And it's so a good way for yeah, someone who has, good. let's say, I mean, the person that I'm talking about is not an artistic behavior necessarily, yeah. but it's like, 
people who just aren't in control of how they're treating you yeah. or what they're doing yes. because of exactly. any reason yes. just to be like they probably won't pick up on you grey rocking them yes. <laughs> they, they really yes. don't they but really don't but you, you feel like they would but you haven't but you're no longer costing yourself whatever it costs you to mm-hmm. give okay. exactly fascinating sparing yourself the emotional well let's Let's answer N because I think a couple of things, if I may, is that like one, the shift from not from pandemic to non-pandemic yeah. is actually your friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, you are you couldn't be expected and shouldn't be expected to have the same amount of time available mm-hmm. to that person who's your local friend yeah. because you have to get back to work and because and I think you can lean on uh, as a also as like one you're busier but two like it's all been incredibly difficult and and but very tiring and you can use those to a degree to sort of like justify why you don't have as much time mm-hmm. but also um you're now presumably seeing them in work as well so yeah. you could try to swap out a little bit so like i sounds like it might be easier to grab a lunch with this person without your partners at work than it is to have a couple's evening where you can't necessarily be objectified or mm-hmm. um, fetishized but also the other thing i think it's really important to remind yourself if you're anything like me is to go who's like a people pleaser but trying to set boundaries is to Mm. remind yourself you're not actually doing anything wrong yes and I don't think that can be said enough when you are boundary setting no it's true you're doing nothing wrong by wanting to spend a little bit less time now that life is back and it's busy Mm -hmm. and you were friends of circumstance yeah and you can be kind in that but I think it's absolutely fine to arrange fewer times And, and another thing I find with friends who like always want to see you is to try to get out of the habit of setting a time to see each other every time you leave. Just yeah. go, oh, let's see. Yeah, well, let us know. Rather than like uh, having to be like, and, and to set that expectation yeah. that you see each other immediately the yeah. next time. But with the gay thing. Yeah, that must be tough because I was wondering that like ha- they must be objectifying them then or mm-hmm. like are they saying phrases like, oh, it's so fun to have gay friends or like are yeah. they doing that because it can come from a place of like excitement and mm. people trying to be like but also if it's constantly invasive questions I find that's often what it is uh, it's like it's like oh sort of like really so like old aunt at a wedding sort of like well when you're the only queer friend I think people do ask you a lot of fr- like questions as a queer couple and you're like oh, it's the same okay. as you like it's the same yeah. just like, it's the, can we just it's the same as you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think that's where you could grey rock yes yeah. in that part of your relationship mm-hmm. if they ask invasive questions just be like oh same as anyone and yeah. it's going to feel yeah. so awkward when you start doing it. I think with anything like this like you feel like you feel like you're being rude you feel like you're upsetting someone mm. you feel like you've got to explain yourself like you owe them something but you like won't you them feel that way in even a year's time mm. like it's the things that feel so huge at the moment yeah. don't feel that way down the line and yeah. you will get there eventually mm-hmm. it's not worth all the stress it's giving you now Yeah, yeah like let them go but it's completely hard and especially when you live near each other mm-hmm. but the other thing I'd say is when you if you do wish to continue spending some time with them maybe change the dynamic of what you're doing so like it sounds like you're doing a lot of sitting around drinking wine and talking maybe if you're in the garden or whatever your habits were where you will open up naturally and yeah. some people do feed off that sort of like personal yes. information so is yeah. there an opportunity to say the world is open again let's go do something go mm-hmm. watch a movie Go do an activity where it's actually something you want to do, but you're also getting ticking the box. I love how you're giving other options to hang out. And I'm like, come out. I didn't get the sense from N that they want to cut them out completely, but rather that they want to diminish the time spent. Yeah. And also like something a friend told me, which was really like great. She was like, um, you spend so much time thinking about 
you know how your actions are gonna affect somebody else's feelings mm -hmm. whereas the person you're actually thinking about has no their behavior yeah like can you tell from their behavior have they thought about your feelings mm -hmm. and it's like oh no they haven't so it's like oh then don't feel bad about it yeah mm. and then another oh, alternative gosh. yeah right yeah. like Ugh. it's like oh yeah that's true if, yeah. if you feel you're like oh this person doesn't think about my feelings that uh -huh. way then you're like okay well then i'm not going to do the same uh give the same courtesy yeah. but then um another thing is also like if you want to you could choose to have that tough conversation but then that is it'll be awkward because you work together but then it's also like then you will deal with the actual issue and if they're a person that that is also mature they'll apologize and try to be better that's true i think but, the fear is yeah. you'll have this conversation and they'll either completely deny it so you feel mad yeah. which is the tricky one yeah or it will be a conversation going onwards but knowing that it will be altered for a good long time yeah, after that. Exactly. Like that is still yeah, tricky yeah. to bounce back There's from. Two things there, though. I think Evelyn I also makes, have a suggestion. Evelyn makes a point that <laughs> because you work together, that that person might have a greater incentive to resolve and listen, right? Yeah. Um, because actually, I've had one really tough conversation this year where it was with. Um, I hope she won't mind me saying this on the podcast. Um, no, I'm right here and. I'm fine no, with it's that. not you. <laughs> Basically, I'm I had. Fine with I had. To, no. I, I'm. So, I hate. I absolutely adore this friend and we, she's been so important to me. Nobody else fills this role in my life. So I, I but I had to say to my friend like, oh, you made me feel bad when you did this. And she it was like a masterclass in receiving a boundary. She was phenomenal. Like she was like, A, acknowledging that it happened. B, apologizing for it happening. C, recognizing why it was important. D, like actually give it gave me praise I didn't know that happened. gave me praise yeah. for setting a boundary she was and do you know what it is is she not only was phenomenal in the moment about it which when I mean, it's really hard to receive any sort of criticism well i find it hard she took it with such grace and such understanding who yeah i want to be friends with this person i know my gorgeous gorgeous friend lizzie and i hope love she, lizzie. she listens to the podcast i hope she doesn't mind me saying that but lizzie the, you're great lizzie, we love you lizzie's amazing but the, what what lizzie didn't just do in in hearing me was she like listened and took it on board but she also taught me that anybody taking boundaries another way to that has made a choice. Yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know you could take it well. And it's also taught me to, to accept people's boundaries yes. in such a kind way. But like was so, I, I just think that, that if people are combative or people are dismissive or diminishing, that is a choice they're making. There's another way. They, they can choose to hear you mm -hmm. and if they care about you, they will. But I, the only thing I would say about the confrontation, which we should get on board with because we have to speak our truths, but... To quote Mean Girls the Musical... <laughs> Why? Yeah, just listen to "I'd Rather Be Me" by Janice Ian in the second act. Okay, so you, you said to quote it. Footnote. Um, so, but I would say that for the only thing is that with queer, hmm, I would just flag that the conversation about queerness might cost the listener more than it costs the person they're trying to have the conversation mm -hmm. with. Sometimes you can choose not to have conversations because they'll make it a debate or an exactly. argument and it's like it's not intrinsic to your personhood in a way that it yeah. is to mine so it might not you know you're willing to often other people are willing to row about it more mm -hmm. yeah. like it's uh, exhausting yeah okay i'm just gonna say this other option as another option laser quest <laughs> <laughs> how does that, that work that is brilliant because then you me. get out you get that out so you were saying cinema which is wrong 
You're battling. <laughs> you're on two separate teams. If 10 minutes into the game, it is not going your way and you feel like you're not winning and they're not learning from you, then you go out to the front desk. You tell the 15-year-old working there, listen up, Tommy. One of the team members has been taken ill, so there's actually less players. Then you put on like the noise-canceling headphones. Than, maybe fewer players. Fewer players. You will die alone. <laughs> so alone. She's so right. I fucking will. And it'll be You're fucking traffic for now. you. Oh, but it it won't last <laughs> with that sort of crap. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't deserve her. And then later Ellen. quest game will end. They won't realize it. They won't be counting the numbers, and they'll be stuck in there overnight to think about their actions. And either they'll thrive <laughs> and come out a better person, or they will die. See, I thought, I thought it was the other thing where it was like because you will be able to get your tension out through shooting them. Also that, fakely. but then if they're not, if you're, not, if it's not working, then you trick them into staying there. Okay, okay, it's okay, frightening. Okay, it's very okay, frightening. Yeah. Not that I've done it, but like, you know. <laughs> like driving somebody if in I IKEA. Was too woking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having like this immediate panic. By the way, should I not have named Lizzie? I just, I just think she was amazing. I think, I think Lizzie's amazing. I think everybody will appreciate it. You can it. decide later. Yeah, but you I can think cut it's it a great thing. And I've, I think we've all had like, I've had a chat with a friend this year about like she felt like I wasn't um, reaching out to her enough, and mm. I hadn't been. We hadn't spoken uh. for a couple of weeks, and it was really tricky because like in my mind, we were both busy, and neither of us had reached out to the other one. Yes, and then like. I was like living my life and then she was getting increasingly more upset and then we had we had a nice phone call. Oh. It's great, we've seen each other since then. But it's like sometimes you're in such different headspaces. Yeah. It yeah. is good to have that chat. Yeah. And it just it takes really you is. both being like, hey, yeah. what's we're we're on different pages here. Yeah. Like I didn't like because you don't always know. But you can come to those conversations with love and presume the best of the other person. I think that's the thing. I, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't grow up in a house with conflict. I don't think I've ever seen my parents row. Um, and therefore, I always thought of... No, but I always thought of conflict as the end. Really? I always, always, always think confrontation is the end. Like I think that practice. too. Yeah. Yeah. And so... In I, relationships, yeah. Yeah. So I'm learning... I have a partner who is thankfully much more emotionally articulate than I am, but I'm learning that like, I always think that that's like the end of days, the end of everything. And mm. where she's like, you can have a row and um, then you have can a hot chocolate. Yeah. 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 I learned that a lot in a work relationship I had this year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And this person is like, it's so interesting because they're very respectful mm -hmm. when I set a boundary. Yeah. Yes. But then it's like, I found it, but then I found it exhausting that, because I just presumed that they would respect, that it's like a common thing because I respect that. But then I realized people don't read your mind. Yes. Like. Isn't that exhausting that they don't? Yeah. Are we yeah. talking about me grabbing the tits again? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I hope that solved your problem. I really do. I hope it did too. I hope. Also, wow, isn't it? I think it's so interesting though that it brought up so much for all of us because I think mm. I don't think people talk about how to approach conflict or criticism or boundaries with young women and not. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, just oil yes. paddling pool bikini wrestle. You grand. What? Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> Evelyn. Mark. I never. No, I do agree. And Thank you so much for joining us, Evelyn. <laughs> But that's why 
why we let so many douchebags in. Okay, yeah, yes, true. I agree. It is true. But it also, it is fun to have a difficult relationship with someone sometimes just to like keep it alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I think you enjoy it very much. Like every yeah, now yeah. and again, There's it's like, let's make this tragic, painful and long. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I still talk with my mum? Okay, oh, Alan, wow. thank you so much for being Everyone, here. happy birthday. <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.